0: Eli Stone. Oh what? That should be a show in itself. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, we've got two Milwaukee's great hip hop artists uh, sitting here with me. Uh, we're gonna be drinking some beer mosa's. Uh, we got Eli Stones. Uh, yes. His latest songs. Uh, all On Me, Get It, uh, various other... You, you've been dropping singles, singles the singles, last like year and a half. Single crazy, man. Yeah. And then we got uh, Spades over here. Big gang um, gang going on. Yeah, he, uh, he's... Spades has been doing a lot. He dropped two albums last year. Yeah. Juice, Strawberry Eyes 2, yeah. uh, Baraboo, his latest song. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got... Uh, more work coming up, Strawberry Eyes 3 to conclude yeah. the trilogy. Oh. Snap it. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Yes, sir. Oh, thank, thank you for having me. Thank you for that introduction. That was oh. beautiful. I, I had to do like my research before you guys got here like so <laughs> do the 13,
1: proper intro. Hey man, some people don't do it, so I appreciate you know, that. Yeah, the time. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, definitely everyone has to know like exactly what they're watching. You know, right. they have to look at what it's like you can say that like you're an artist, but what is there behind that you know like the output that you guys have Mm -hmm. and shit so that just kind of like solidifies that like you know so someone knows who like you are and what your like sound is right they got the content there definitely yeah how are you guys days today man i'm good i've been chilling all day it's been my day off so (laughs) i'm relaxing yeah what's
1: work for you um my day job i'm a manager at q double word Come to the on 76th Street, free burritos, you know what I'm saying? 76th. I got you, you know. Damn. Just don't come every. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> I got
0: you, bro, definitely. Hell yeah. True. How's
2: your day, Spade? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Um, I'm actually kid-free right now. That's a rare thing. Oh, man. Oh, oh. That's uh, definitely for rare. Big dad mode going on. So, yeah, I'm having a great day. And
0: the heat has picked up out there. Yes, yeah. it has. Really, really nice day. It's like pushing 70 yeah. today. Right. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like stormed for a sec today too, so yeah. all kinds of that all, was crazy. All man. kinds of vibes happened today. Definitely. Yeah. In Milwaukee you then get every weather in one day. You know
1: yeah. what I'm saying?
2: It could be hell in one day, and then like in the next two hours
0: it's it's fucking hot Right. you it's really? snowing. Yeah. I'm saying you're getting four seasons in the in uh in any any okay. day this time of year. <laughs> no hotel on <or> that. Right. <laughs> so um, so, boys. So, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we I we analyze love and fear through a creative perspective. Okay. So, we're talking about like how those two driving forces, um, just sort of like how they inspire you guys to create and okay. how they're reflected in your output. Yeah. So, you guys have been, um, you know, like you guys are pretty well-known names around the hip hop scene and like. Um, I've seen you perform spades. Yeah. Um, I have not seen you perform yet. Man. If you love how I perform, see it.
1: <laughs> I pull out a whole ladder band, bro. So you definitely. Wrecking Age of Man. Anytime. I, my next show. Oh, no, it's not. Yet. I'm actually going to be at Fruity Fest. I don't oh, know if you're going to pop up there. Shlee's going to be there. Shout out oh, to Shlee Berry. Yeah, she's killing you. The she. goat. The yeah, yes, yes. uh, I don't know if y'all know, but that's my uh, blood mother. You um, did. Man, Shlee. Yeah, no, Shlee is killing shit. I'm, yeah. I'm
0: glad I met her. I met her just this year. She's that's one of the... Yeah. Curious, Same, actually. individuals I've ever met. Yeah, she's really... She's very easy to just, like, feel comfortable right. with. You know she's real right away. Most definitely.
2: Yeah. Uh, I met Shlee through through High Tribe, actually. Uh, through one of their shows. They had put her on the show around this time last year. It was, like, at, like, Company Brewing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Met her for the first time there, and then... Just happened to be being on some of the same shows last mm-hmm. summer. It's just like I seen her rise and her rise and I was like, bro. Bro, we it's actually funny how I'm bro. Yeah. I don't know
1: it's crazy we're talking about Shlee right now. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, um, that that goes back to what I said about me working at Q She actually pulled up to Q really? I Recognized <laughs> her. So but I didn't know if it was her for sure. So I had to play some Von Alexander just to see if she would recognize it. So as soon as she heard it, she was like, yo, who's playing Vaughn in here? I was like, yep, that's Shlee. <laughs> so I told her, uh, I gave her free food. So just so y'all know, I'm big not plan. lying about that. No, big
0: point. <laughs> and yeah, man, it was uh, it was just raps after that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, good shit. So I want to like, um, so we'll do it individually. I want to talk a little bit about like, you know, how you guys like came to be in your artistry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, the output's definitely been there, but you know, that output doesn't come without, you know, without growing up and coming to be like who you guys are today. So mm-hmm. Spade, we'll start with you. Um, so tell me a little bit about the evolution of like you as an artist and um, all that shit. all right well shit, this, the journey of spades is kind
2: of it's a long one i see how i can condense it uh, i've been spades since about seventh grade wow. yeah about seventh grade uh and i've been start. i've been writing raps since i was like 11 years old yeah. but in seventh grade i was trying my hand at battling cats battle, battle rapping at the time people still used to ask you to like rap on you know I couldn't rap you none of the songs that I wrote, but I could freestyle the battle for you. And it wasn't like I was also smack DVD shit or something like that. I wasn't. I wanna going crazy like that. But you know, for middle school, I was chilling these niggas. So <laughs> and, uh, I forgot how the line went up, but I said some shit that if I win this battle, I ace you, terminate a Spades, something like that. But I heard, I held to my promise after the battle, and I stuck with the name Spades and the evolution from then on. Yeah, I've been Spades since then. And I've been doing this music shit for real since like 2009. I've been in it since 2009. Like performing years. for about 10 years. Performed my first time in front of people in 2009, like at Timbuktu or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. And wow. I was like only 17 Damn. at the time. I had to get a little little permission thing for my mom to say that yeah. uh, I would perform yeah. and I would leave after my set. Yeah. So I've been in the game uh that long in and out. I only really been seriously taking it serious since twenty seventeen. And I say taking it serious from then, meaning that I've been consistently keeping the ball rolling. I've been dropping projects and doing videos and all that since then and like really not faltering. You know, I had some when I was younger, you know, I was still kind of a kid, so partying and all that shit would kind of just slow shit up, or uh, life shit, I had a kid and all that shit, just slow mm-hmm. things up. But in 2017, I went through, um, I'm still kind of going through like this divorce process thing. Yeah, I was married. And when we separated, I said, you know what, um, I'm gonna <laughs> start going hard in my music shit because that's what I really love to do. And that's where Strawberry Eyes came from because I was going through this depressed time from being separated from my wife and I, the first two weeks of separation, I went, like, really hardcore into, like, drug addiction in terms of, like, pills. Like, I was fucking with a lot of perks. I was sipping a lot of lean. And I was smoking hella weed type shit. I'm talking about, like, wasn't an hour that I was sober type shit. At one time, I was so fucked up. I was, like, I was rolling off of, like two thirties of a perk, so that's mm-hmm. like 60 milligrams of Percocets, you know what I'm this saying? Is probably like the bad worst time to pass you this week. <laughs> well, i part <laughs> of with this. <laughs> right. It's also part of strawberry eyes, you know what I'm saying? Stay <laughs> right. with this. Yeah. But uh, I was going through that depressed time, and I wrote five songs just perking. Just wrote five songs all in one. And I and I wrapped them over the next day because I was, I was fucked up when I wrote them, so I was like, maybe these don't sound right. But they was all cohesive and great. Man. Went to the studio that week, laid them all out. I was like, I'm gonna put this shit out. And that was the first Strawberry I realized was the five track EP. And it all came from that pain of the divorce and like, kind of just being at home, getting high as fuck and <laughs> just being like a depressed total shit. And then I had to get out of that and I was like, I'm turning that into something and
0: be here. Yeah, gang, gang. Bro, that is some true tragedy turned triumph there. Definitely. Think. Um, because if you think about how many projects have been so critically acclaimed and just overall have just turned heads based on you know those uh, those tragedies that you know you've uh, endured through and then you take that and you you know it's through like you look back and it's like wow like that was such a Shitty um, mm-hmm. like era of my life and I would never want to go back to that But something great came out of it and yes, that, that, and that definitely like you would not be sitting here if it weren't for uh.
2: most definitely if it wasn't for that uh, Pivotal time in my life and come up with the strawberry ice series. So coming from with that strawberry ice one series um, I was like, okay got a little bit the first time breaking the entering and all them and, like picked me up on some shit and I was like, okay, yeah. I've been doing this shit for a while I was like, it's time to switch up the sound because I was like really more so a spitting rapper. I came from doing hip hop shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, yeah. I also loved, I, I loved the auto-tune game. I love growing up T-Pain and all that <coughs> shit. And like the wavy shit. And I always, like I said, before we was filming, I always been into like punk, you know, screamo, uh, metal, all that shit. And I was like, yo, how could I mix some of my life and like into this hip hop? And so I was like, I gotta get with it. Started really getting on the autotune tune wave and it really kind of like put me out there uh, to the peak, you know, what I mean, I felt I had to revamp and re-revolutionize myself. I, I felt like I couldn't look a certain way. But as I started breaking out my box, I said, fuck, me, I'm finna turn up. And started rocking my hair how I want to, you know, what I mean, colors, all that types of shit, you know, what I mean, I feel to start really dripping on these niggas with the sauce and like, that's how we got here. Yeah. yeah. Period. We're shopping at Hot Topic out here <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, Hot Topic be having some shit, shit though It does These
2: jeans does. are from Hot Topic, I'm not even <laughs> going to lie yeah.
0: yeah, I haven't been to Hot Topic any, since like high school But I should revisit it because I've grown into some of the aesthetics that they got there Do um, your kids like your music?
2: <coughs> they love it <coughs> My daughter <coughs> Can sing you some of my songs word by word even though I tell her you're not supposed to <laughs> you're not supposed to know these words you're not supposed to be <coughs> singing this but she loves her dad's music and i got two step boys who uh shout out khalil because the oldest one he ate he already be loving the rap you know what I mean? yeah. he memorized his own songs he already comes up with them young know, star in the making mila already be rock star rock star, rock star. <laughs> nice. She oh, yeah. she's gonna be something. I don't know what she's gonna be, but
0: she got a bright future going for her. There um, can't be any any like uh, any way to describe that joy it must feel mm-hmm. as a dad for mm-hmm. like you know kids to be admiring your creativity like That's, that. It's it's hard though. I, I, wait, wait.
2: <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Look, man. Hey, get everything that you try to. You know, I don't regret nothing. But you know if i if I had to wear how I should have been on this ball like how I am now before I was a father, you know what I'm saying, but we doing it, mm. and I'm telling everybody before they have kids start start getting some travel and shit out now yeah. if you want to do these this creative shit
0: this art shit, start working on it now really getting out here It's important yeah. I because like and you know, I admire that integrity, because, like, I mean, I definitely want kids, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a while before I can, before I'm ready to, before I'm acclimated to, like, a family. It's going to be a while, but, yes. but, you know, I mad respect for, like, definitely. For it takes you know, now. you know what I mean, because it's hard not to be, at
2: times where... You know, I fight with being selfish and unselfish, you have to be selfish to be a father, right? And there's times, as a musician, as an artist, you, you have to be selfish in certain moments. There's sometimes you have to take away from your family in order to make your dream happen, right? Every time I spend to record or every time I spend to shoot videos or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It takes away from my family, but at the same time, it, it's an investment to a greater goal. Yeah. I wish I had this goal the mindset when I was younger to invest. I'm not gonna lie, when I was younger doing this rap shit, I used to feel like, oh, people gonna see my shows, people gonna see my talent, they gonna see how cold I rap, and somebody gonna invest in me, somebody gonna pick me up. It, it don't work like that, you know what I'm saying? Most of this game is business, you know what I'm saying? And I, I had to learn that, you know, it takes a lot of money. To even eventually make some money back, because it's not even gonna not even gonna get that shit back eventually. Man, right. nah, going broke for this shit, dog.
0: Right, Eli. Let's Yo. hear your story. Man. So, where did you come out of? Uh, you know, coming out, thinking like with the just the mindset of like you know becoming a recording artist and how it led you to where you are right. now.
1: Okay, so, no, I like, I always knew I was gonna do music ever since I was little, like, I I always loved music. I was always pushing my parents to push music onto me because they were always playing and always blasting music in the house. Mm. But um, first thing, first piece of music I really remember myself listening to was Green Day. (laughs) So from then, Green Day led to like Nirvana and like, James Addiction, like crazy shit, bro. Like, I was even listening to bands. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Fishbone, but it's like this like funk rock, like this crazy shit. But like rock was like my first love for music. So I wanted to be a fucking rock star. I thought I I, I I was going to be like an electric guitar player. Once Mm -hmm. that died out, I was like, I want to be a drummer. And that really stuck for me for a while. And I always wanted to start a band and I always, you know, created these groups with my friends, we never ended up really doing music, right. we talked about it a lot, yeah. and uh, one time I really started doing music was in uh, middle school, I joined my uh, high school band, mm-hmm. and I was in the percussion, Yeah. so I taught myself how to play the snare drum, the bass drum and stuff, yeah. well I should say my teacher did. <laughs> um, yeah. um, and then from there, I uh, started uh, taking these private drum lessons, Taught my, the teacher there taught me how to play the drum set. Yeah. And I don't know that ended up not really going anywhere that um high school is when I started listening to hip-hop though mm-hmm. Uh, so hip-hop once hip-hop came into my life I started making these new friends a bunch of rappers and stuff yeah I was like you know I can't rap but I really want to get involved in this scene yeah. so I knew how to play the drums I was like you know what maybe I can start making beats mm-hmm. so I started making beats and you can you can find my old beats on YouTube here I'm you can find my old beats on YouTube if you look up Eli Stones. But, um... We're posting links. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, but no, that was actually doing really well for me. I went, before uh, I was Eli Stones, I went by Easy Beats. You won't find that nowhere, though. You gotta look up
0: Eli Stones. Don't okay. forget the dog sign. Okay. Um, well, if you ever get interviewed by Nardwar, he's gonna Oh, uh, definitely, shit. He's gonna yeah. He's pull that shit out. like, how do you
1: know this? Well, um, we, have, we to have to know. We have to know. Here, Eli <laughs> Stones. <laughs> nah, but like, the beats were doing good. But, I really wanted to like, rap. I wanted to rap. So, I was a very like, angsty teen. Like, I had a lot of family problems and stuff. So, when I started to write music, it stemmed from like, small relationships in like middle school and high school and things I went through with my family. Um, the first real song I dropped was this song called Sylvester Though I recorded with my group of friends um, in yeah. high school. It was about this chick yeah. who I uh, had a crush on and she was like going between me and her like boyfriend and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it really picked up in my school. So I was like, you know, if, if I can do this in my school, maybe I can do this in my city. So I just I kept recording, kept writing music and it picked up. Uh, I dropped this uh, EP in 2016 called Elsewhere, and it got picked up by a lot of blogs, and um, I've just been dropping singles since. Yeah. Yeah, it's been lit.
0: Sweet. Good shit, dude. Yeah, like, what do you, uh, you know, um, I know you mentioned, like, uh, sort of, like, little relationships, like, in your earlier stuff. Like, what do you, like, what do you feel like is relevant to you now that you like to write about, you know? So, as of right now,
1: I am working on like two projects. Mm-hmm. One's gonna be the sequel to the Elsewhere EP that I talked about before. And the other one is gonna be this album called Three Years. And that's uh, something I've been writing about for like months now. Um, and it's about uh, my relationship that I was, that I like just got out of. It was like my first real relationship that I was in for three years. Um, and that, I don't know, that, that's what's really been new to me as far as like, Switching the content from uh, bangers to
0: love. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somehow, On we'll story. make we'll make love into bangers. Right. Yeah. That's right, that, right, that, right. That's always like. It's really it's amusing when an artist can like make something super fucking catchy and lit, but also make it like out of sentimental right. subject right. matter. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but, I remember like, yeah, I remember in middle school, like a lot of my friends were trying to play like, they had like... It, w- it was like a phase people go through where it's like they all of a sudden want to be in a band, because that's like the cool thing to do. So yeah. like they all like started taking guitar lessons. <laughs> it's really just all like 13, 14 year olds just like, you know, playing a bunch of like Nirvana Green Day covers, right. like yeah. you said. It. Yeah. <laughs> like that was like all my friends, like they were... You know they went through that phase of thinking it's what they wanted to do but mm-hmm. then by around high school like that's when um, kind of the people that really wanted to be playing music kept playing music yeah, and mm-hmm. the ones that didn't did something else right. and they started you know getting obsessed over shoes and stuff like that Right. right. <laughs> yeah but um, yeah but I don't know it's it's kind of cool how I, I, I don't know like what that is like why like Middle school. Everyone all of a sudden wants to start playing music. Right. Um, That's when you first. To me, in middle school, that's when I first
2: realized the influence of music. Like I was watching, like TV shows on VH1 and like MTV, like relentlessly. Like I remember, I was watch. I remember one time I watched for like a six hour block on VH1. It was like the hundred most. crazy things or moments in music, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. rock and roll or whatever, like people killing people. You know what I mean? Iggy popped on the chicken into the crowd yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, what was that, the uh, goddamn Hell's, uh, Hell's Angels had stabbed somebody during a uh, Rolling Stones concert at uh, What? Yeah, it was crazy, bro. What? Yeah, and Hell that's like when I first me. learned my influence of Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, right? Yeah. and. That's when I found out Dave Grohl was like the drummer, and I was like, yeah. "I'm a like, dude, from Food Fighters? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, bro, shit was blowing my mind, bro. I just like was diving deep. I was watching like episodes on YouTube of like Headbangers Ball and shit. Like I was just diving deep into <laughs> shit, shit. Same way that I, I studied hip hop, I studied, you know, different forms of music. Mm-hmm. Like I was just a student of the game in middle school, and that just carried over into high school. Like admittedly in high school like I got I let people suppress the rock side of me a bit and I was like strictly on my hip hop shit and my like trap shit. And then when I got like in senior year and like, I got grown type shit, that's when I came
0: comfortable with myself and I'm going, mm-hmm. like, you know what,
2: I could uh whatever I wanna type. Right? Yeah. You, know I mean?
0: you guys feel like um, as artists like do you feel a lot of pressure to like get projects out and done? Like, and out for people to listen to or like, do you feel like you're pretty good at like, you know, um, just kind of letting, trusting the process and letting things happen as they do? Like, do you guys feel like, you know, rushed at all from people sometimes? I mean, sometimes.
1: That's why I like to like, not speak as much, you know what I'm saying? Because once you say something, you kind of feel like, mm-hmm. you build those expectations. Yeah, and you're like, obligated to. Right, you know, now type right. shit. What? And then like, even when you, even when you tell your homies type shit, they'll keep telling, "Hey, what's up with that project, bro? Uh, what's up with that?" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I try. I just try to trust the process. You know what I'm saying? S- stick with myself and just do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, if you feel rushed through a project, it's not really gonna be what you want it to be at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's gotta. It's it's gotta have that natural feel to it at the end of the day. You
2: feel me? Right at this point like i don't i don't feel rushed in terms of content right Mm -hmm. like it's more so like the quality that i want Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i always want to keep up and ranking quality and i feel like people expect me to up the ranking quality because i keep the good quality in my resume Mm you know what i'm saying so like what i try to do um Try not to give dates or something too much yeah. Until, yeah. I, until I really got something finalized or so.
0: Dates are like mm-hmm. deadlines yeah. are, are lethal, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, because it's just it's it automatically instills that pressure mm-hmm. that like this has to be done by like this fixed right. time, and whether it's good or not, it's out now, like right. it has to be out at that point. I
2: feel like you don't need a deadline unless you have a label, right? Right, unless it's somebody that's paying you and they need this out in a certain amount of time because they need to recoup yeah. that's the only time you need
0: if you really if this is off your own money and shit your deadline is for yourself right yeah right yeah i feel like it's just in general like it's it's just a lot more conducive to an artist or creative or really anyone to just to just do more than say you know that's why I like a lot of people like to work in the shadows they don't like to work in you know the they don't like to work in the public eye they don't like they don't like to you know constantly be posting stories right. of themselves like in the studio and that's like, just not necessary i hate that shit yeah. Like, yeah but it's it's like it happens a lot you see that a lot yeah, but it yeah. turns out that a lot of the people that do that are just compensating right, for right. shit that they're just making it seem like they're doing a lot more than they actually right. are and that, i think that comes from them
2: overcompensating and also trying to portray uh, a lifestyle that's bigger than what they got, right? Mm-hmm. Because what you just said right there, people posting up in the studio all the time and shit, that's what you see on a signed rapper's Instagram or, in- or Instagram person that has all those followers, right? Because they, mm-hmm. they got all those people to feed the content. When you really don't got all those people to feed the content, you're just doing it all the time. Now it just kind of looks like, okay, we get it, bro. We know you rap. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm looking for eye this shit or eye-catching shit. I could see what you're doing behind the scenes. You right. You know what I'm saying? It's cool every
0: now and then. <clears throat> yeah. i Right, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to like give like little snippets of that, like, you know, I am actually, like, you know, I have some content that I'm sitting on that, like, you know, I... I'm excited to share with people, but when it becomes excessive to, to the point where it's like, it looks like you're more focused on your clout than you mm-hmm. are on the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: bro. I don't know. I, I agree with you guys, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I, a lot of my friends is always posting shit on Snapchat. I'm like, bro, whatever happened to like living in the moment and shit, bro. That's what I'm I do. I, don't
2: know.
1: I, don't know. I was just talking to her about
0: that yesterday. Like, yeah. I don't know. People, Social media is some shit. People also, like, um... Also, people, like, at concerts, you know? They're yeah, just Snapchatting right. the, entire the entire thing. That's like... Thing. I'm not, I basically just went to the concert <laughs> watching your story. Like... Right. And, like you said, in the moment. That's a really key thing. Because, like, being in the moment means that you're closing off the rest of the world. And it means that, like, it's just you and what's right in front of you. Right. And... I get that people want to like salvage moments and that's why they document things, right. why they take mm-hmm. pictures. And, but we are so preoccupied with that, like right. putting on that, um, like having that, um, like uh, it sort of like it goes back to that picture didn't happen thing, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like if you didn't like, you know, post that on social media, did you really do right. it? Like right. it's, people are just so preoccupied with that mentality that you know you need that validation from your followers, um, you know, with the fact that you like experienced something or met this mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, like you know, it doesn't matter or yeah. something, something like that. You know, it's whack.
2: Yeah, and and sometimes like I ain't gonna lie, like as an artist, sometimes when you when I watch like other people's Instagrams and all that, right? I see hits on their page and all that. I was like, I'll be thinking to myself, I was like, maybe I I have a problem. I'm a private guy, right? So yeah. I have a problem at times being open on the the artist side, meaning that like sometimes I do feel like I hold back on a lot of shit because I do be living in the moment and shit. I'd right. be like ah, oh, I'd be doing plenty of shit that could go viral, but I just don't be wanting to feel like a goofy type shit. I'd like I be, I be feeling like some people would just be playing up to the crowd too much. Type shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like I'm forcing I feel you on that You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm a, If I'm gonna be famous I want it to be like Organic yeah. fresh, Right Right. And I don't wanna
0: feel Like a goofy <laughs> Yeah you know I feel you Don't goofy. be a goofy <laughs> um, you know, I Don't be a goofy I just don't wanna feel like Yeah that. I I was talking about this With a friend Recently About how like That's it, like People We seem to like Fetishize this idea That like We wanna like Blow up you know we want to like become super big like out of nowhere we want that break and honestly like yeah like in theory like sure that sounds cool but if you think about it like blowing up overnight is kind of terrifying because in the blink of an eye your life just changes and you're automatically held to a standard you know like for example, if you have like a big song that just became really popular, yeah. sure, it's great that you have this song and that people really enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. But that means you have to keep making songs that people are going to keep listening right. to. Otherwise, you're going to die with time. People are going to forget, move on to other stuff. Right. And it's like it just sets this like uh, it just you know sets this threshold for you that like now you're like. Under all this pressure that like, you know, you have to It's like, even if you get like a tweet that gets like all these retweets It's like, you notice how like You'll get all these new followers after you tweeted this one thing that's like popular people But then they see, oh You just happen to have a cool tweet But like, there's nothing really special about you And they unfollow you (laughs) You know, like, it's I've been finding that it's it's all different
2: types of way that people get famous now these days, right? Yeah. So like, uh, did y'all see y'all seen that story on how Lil Nas X got famous? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. he yeah. he had a Nicki Minaj fan page. Stamp page, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He ran a page for all the, oh, for a bar for Nicki Minaj that. fans, and he wow. used to, yeah, look it up, bro. Okay, look it up. And he used to, like, he used to run a Twitter and an Instagram for me, and all he used to do was post Nicki Minaj photos, you know, like right. one of them fan pages yeah, where they just yeah, post yeah, photos yeah, and stuff yeah. for her fans. And when he dropped Old Town Row, he switched all that out, he deleted all that Nicki Minaj stuff and just. Put all his stuff up, Whoa. right? Damn. Which got all those eyes and all oh. the views because, right, if you got. He had like a hundred k or something like that on both pages type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Of organic fans that like right. G- not right? Right. But then he just switched it out. Then like now they look at their news feed
0: and I see this little Nas nice X. Yeah. X- guy, dude, and they're like, dude. wait, I remember following oh, this dude. Right.
1: Yo. <laughs> but you see, but you, that's crazy. Lil Nas X genius. 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 Clout <laughs> genius.
2: Cloud
0: genius. Cloud genius. <laughs> yeah. i was like,
2: but you see, you see right, right there, right? That there's all types of ways right. that people be building this social media oh, shit. Yeah. and like it's sometimes like I just be feeling like I be too real, and I be like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just God. feel like I'm too real. And like I be like I be thinking about shit. Like you ever think of you ever plot on some shit? And You be like you know what I got an idea. I, I could post this shit. They'll go crazy. With it. <laughs> yeah, and then you just think like. Uh, I got this witty ass (laughs) caption. But then you'd be like, am I reaching uh, or something? I don't want
1: to
0: feel like I'm reaching. (laughs) But see, and that's this. Man, that's insane. Yeah, because like. It's just the way social media has just revolutionized how people attract uh, notoriety and just how they attain this, like. um, How they just, you know, attain an image all of a sudden is based on like. That's sort of like what you the story you just described is like just a big life hack in a way. Like it's just a really cheap way to get recognition. Facts. You know? But you also have people that buy followers and shit. True. They buy, I remember like, you could like tag for likes on Instagram, like this app that would just put like a hundred ta- hashtags on your pictures oh, hell no. and then like all of a sudden like Dozens of random ass like accounts to start liking your shit. Yeah. But But you got all like, these hashtags so. though. Yeah. yeah, like it's just that's what we've come to with mm. in the stage of social media is like people are just so thirsty for Yeah. likes. And I say that being one that like I find myself like, you know looking to that for like validation and shit. Like yeah. I'll find myself like, why didn't this picture like get more likes? Like, was this a bad post or like right. was this not post worthy and people don't care like right you know it's yeah so yeah. i don't know it's it's it, i feel like if if someone can like you know just really like uh like what you said like just be like is post as little as possible like just posting less on social media and mm-hmm. instead just like doing more yeah just, just doing more than showing more than mm-hmm. You know, you'll, you'll just be more successful and proud of what you're actually doing. I feel that. Yeah. Hell oh, yeah. That's right. Really mm-hmm. Work speaks for itself. It does. Yeah. So I want to talk about, so it struck me the other day, mm-hmm. how does like, um, so you guys smoke in the studio a lot? No, I actually don't smoke in the studio, I'm not allowed to, um, mm. yeah, it's all good though. I'll be smoking <laughs> before the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like a, it's like a, just a regulation there. Like yeah. Just yeah. You, he yeah. just doesn't want it to affect his equipment in any way. I respect that. Yeah, sure. Respect yeah, of course. So when you're creating, like, do you just like, I'm just like interested in sort of like the relationship between smoking and making music. It's obviously very popular. Like, I guess like what, where does like, uh, how does it like, uh, accommodate the vibe? Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no. Shit. Um, it, it, I don't know. I feel like when I'm writing music, sometimes I be thinking a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And smoking calms me down, puts yeah. me in my... Gives me centered, you know
2: what I'm saying? Just lowers um, your inhibition. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, Makes things easier. Yeah. And you know something? Like... I also sometimes I have like two different recording methods, right? Like I have songs where like I smoke like during the recording process, right? And then I have songs where like if I'm if it's like a song where it's like I'm really deaf or like maybe if I'm spitting real fast or so, and I really need to concentrate on enunciation, um, I'll I'll get through half my session sober, like you know what I'm saying. I like will start <clears throat> off the song. Yeah really laid out main vocals and shit like how I wanted to and then probably for the eyelids or so or final mixing Stop smoking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Going into the next song. But I if I know if it's a song like that, I'm put the more challenges song to go first and then like I'm gonna do a more chill song later. Sure.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I feel like I mean I don't smoke but I just I drink a lot and I like I just in in a similar way, like um, like especially when I'm going out and interviewing artists, mm. Um, mm. drinking just makes me like feel like like I can just approach them a lot yeah. more like comfortably. Like I don't feel yeah, like yeah, I'm feel are, I'm not worrying like about saying this or like doing this weird. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. makes me feel like more sort of like. It it creates a vibe, I mean, as they say. It's so fun. <laughs> Cheers to that. In terms of like performing, like um, what? Uh, oh. How would you describe your performances? Man,
1: more? performances be wild. I just, man, I like to scream a lot. I like to be. I don't know It's cliche to say it now Because everybody's doing it now But like I always wanted to be that Like rapper Rock star guy But like Uzi got to it first Duggar got to it first You know what I'm saying But I I I be turning up on stage And then The very last song I always perform Is my song Flex And I pull out the ladder And the reason I do it Is because The ladder represents my, My journey as a musician And I like to Be on top just creates a whole vibe. Everybody be putting their hands up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's dope for pictures too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just be. I be, I be turning up, man. Going wild, bro. Screaming,
2: man. Yeah. You seen? Um. Cause I've seen you at some shows before. You went through uh, evolution of sorts too. Like I was speaking on earlier about like starting off doing like the spitting, mm-hmm. like the spitting, oh, the yeah. going back, and That's then it. moving more into songwriting. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Definitely. uh, when
1: I, when I first started recording music, I, I was doing it in my bedroom. I was engineering it all myself. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it was all boom-bap, but I wanted to sing, bro. Yeah, I was yeah. doing everything, looking up YouTube tutorials, trying to figure out this auto-tune shit on FL Studio, but I couldn't. So I started going into booking studios, and once I found the right engineer, shout-out Tated Don, shout-out Sonica Studios, um, First and Beecher, Lincoln Warehouse, Batcave mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, straight up. Um, but nah. Um, once I hit that, once I hit that studio, bro, it just set a whole new bar for me. Where I could start putting in melodies, man. It was more than just making a song. I, I started making music, bro. It, was, it, it set a whole new bar for my career, bro. And, I feel like I gained a lot more fans. Uh, I dropped uh, this song called Way Back with Shawn Mill. Shout out Shawn Mill. And it actually caught attention from these boys out in Denmark. And they're actually yeah. like, yeah, they're actually like close homies, like real close homies. Wow. i would be playing Fortnite with them. Mate. Nice. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Like. And like, if I ever go out there, they, like I, I have people who I can reach out to. I can probably the fuck theory. around, book a venue, Bro, you gotta bring h- people out, you know what I'm saying? You gotta hit that like, Scandinavian tour. Type shit, type <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'd rather make money in Europe than in the United States, because the Euro is worth more. Yeah.
0: So, on the topic of performances, so, i noticed, like, I, I asked this question because, like, Spade's at, like, shout out Camila. Um, hey, that's my baby yeah so I've seen how like you know you've like because I saw you perform a couple times and yeah. like I've seen how like you interact with like her Yeah. while you're on stage yeah. and I just think it's awesome like how like it still feels yeah. like you're like you're just yeah. communicating to your your woman yeah. um, but you're also performing and bringing the energy out simultaneously yeah. how does this like how does your significant other motivate you uh You know in music and in performing hey man Camila go
2: crazy yo Mimi go crazy for me um, (laughs) you know uh, I don't know how to explain it man that's like my best friend you know I mean ever since we've been together uh, you know she she goes crazy (laughs) but we butt butt (laughs) heads at times she get on my ass but uh, yeah I love her man and when I wrote that when I wrote whoa you know what I'm saying? This was like right kinda in the beginning of our relationship. And I, I always write according to my life type shit. And like, I just kinda had the bar. I, I played with the words, you know, to me it'd be looking like pull up to fill up the bank, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So like, it was just, you know, kinda making the comparison and shit. And it just went like that, you know, it's just some true life shit. So just a way to integrate it in. And then when she started coming to the shows, you know, I start just pointing to her in the crowd and start interacting with her. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, you know, she goes a with it. We make right. it part of the show. It's yeah. Really and,
0: uh, I noticed that because yeah. both times I saw you, it was, like, the same kind of, like, yeah. interaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it adds more to uh, the crowd go crazy when she, <laughs> uh, you
2: know, popping to her part and shit because, it, you know, it's just organic. Yeah. You know,
0: it's add, add some theatrics to it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I love that shit. Totally. How about you? You know, with... Uh, significant outlet. man <laughs> she's, yeah, behind, she's she, behind the camera
1: actually she'd be pulling up to like every show taking pictures you know what i'm saying she hard with that camera she knows my lyrics too you know what i'm saying yeah. so right.
0: that's pure motivation how can you deny right, that right right yeah i mean yeah and i don't even uh i don't even have a girlfriend right now but um ladies i'm my on boy big
1: <laughs>
0: he's looking man. well see it's like I don't know, I mean like it's in the past though, like just having a significant other just present for things you're passionate about. Yeah. It's just there's no feeling like that because like when she has joy for what you have joy for, right. It's like, you know, there's, then there's, just, there's a better person. There's just a lot should. of purity to that, uh, yeah. you know. So shout out to all the girlfriends and all the significant others. Yeah. All the boyfriends as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, to just uh being being so inspirational and being motivational for all the creatives. You ever look? Think of it this way, man. I, you ever seen? You ever seen a president without a partner? James Buchanan. He he never got married, but he was the only president that didn't marry.
2: see. <laughs> see? No. Sorry Mr. BK. Shout, Shout out James BK. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His so, bachelor so, you self. Know, uh, <laughs> he, you know he was out here probably
0: running through America, bro, he's out here on some <laughs> bachelor. This is like a reason why a first lady is like a recognized position, like, you know, oh, and the I'm telling you, yeah. Michelle was running the country. I love my boy Obama, Barack, but, 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 but you know, <laughs> Michelle
2: going crazy <laughs> on his Dude, head.
0: whenever Michelle Obama has come in Milwaukee, she is just the crowd she garners, like all these people that are just coming out because... They look up to her so much. You they know? got some cash too, cause I was looking at them seats. I was trying to surprise my girl. Rob's trying to
2: surprise Camila with some seats, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna be cool. I thought I if she needs something up, like sixty dollars, you know, maybe a hundred. She just had a low seat, then it was
0: like five hundred dollars. Damn, Ooh.
2: man!
0: Ooh. I'll take nosebleeds instead. Shout out, of the day. Michelle Obama, but yeah, some right. boys. Nice. All right, we got Eli. We got spades. Oh, um, getting stoned with stones. Yes, it yeah. could be like a YouTube series one day. One, one day. day. One Definitely. day.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Spades, mm. what keeps you up at night? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> 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 you're over here making gestures like you're hype as hell. Oh, but oh, Shona, that keeps me up at night. What fuck you talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Eli,
1: what keeps you up at night? Knowing that it's somebody else doing it too. Ooh. Ooh.
2: That hits. Oh, no. there we hit- He did my shit better. That hits. <laughs> that
0: hits differently. <laughs> you you know have something what keeps else. me up at night? What?
2: Um, uh, Dark nights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> things. I'm hey, done. bro, things no. that go bump. <laughs> this is- that shit fucks me up. Eli, what puts you to sleep?
1: Oh, man. Uh,
0: the reflex. <laughs> I, yeah, I can see this. Right. Kind of, I kind of knew you were gonna say. That. <laughs> I like, yeah. yeah, fair though. It's a common answer. Spades, what puts you to sleep? Andy Griffin. <laughs> nice. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show, up, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, let's give a couple shout outs. Like once again, um, Strawberry Eyes. Three on the way. Yes. Um, Juice is also out yeah. streaming everywhere. Yeah. Um, Eva's got a project coming out. It's uh, elsewhere part two. Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, be on uh, the lookout. Where are we where can we hear elsewhere now? SoundCloud only. All right. Only hey. SoundCloud. You can look it up on Breaking Entering. You can look it up anywhere. It'll pop up. Yeah. Bitch, I'll be posting so links to that. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, and we'll see you next time. Love.